what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are Agree to disagree. And it's like, <laughs> okay, you know, moving on, moving on. Like, oh, well, the makeup bottle. <laughs> like, it's like a cracked out T bird, some grease. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's got that black hair. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chick Chat here on the mesh.tv. So glad you could join us. It is a Friday right now that we're recording this. It's Friday. We've had a good day so far already, Jeanette. I mean, great day so far. So far, so good. Um, It's a little dreary where I am right now um, this early morning, but I see sun shining behind you. Sunshine here in the south. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. How is everything going? Just in an overall glance of your life, you're doing well. We're doing well. Yeah. yeah, we're unmasked. We're vaccinated. We're, we're everything. So, yeah, I don't know whether it's Yeah, I still take one with me because I never know. Like, I still wear it in stores and just in case people would like to have one on. But yeah, and I think that'll happen for a while. But I just follow, go with the flow. So um, the school year is wrapping up, which I'm excited about. (laughs) Getting getting there. The countdown is is on. You guys finish up before we do, I think. Um, But we, I mean, we started later than you did. So I guess, you know, it all kind of equals out. But um, yeah, definitely getting in the final countdown. The final countdown. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, same here. Things are good. We're slowly taking off some some masks here as well. Um, a lot of places still wanting you to take it off. I mean, leave it on in their business, which fine by me. Doesn't bother me a bit. I'll put it on, whatever. And then um, I like that it's a lot more relaxed when you're outside. And yes. it's, very, it's very obvious now that you don't have to wear your mask outside, you know, like that for us because we have kids who play outdoor sports in the summer. So to be able to breathe. Yes. But I will say it was nice to have the mask on, especially during high pollen times down here to not get that all over. My daughter even said like when she was playing, they were able to take the mask off and she was like, I might wear it for the next game because there was pollen just flying everywhere. I bet. I bet. No, I actually know some people who, you know, I've seen them post online and different things that they've kind of said, you know, hey, look, I'm, if you see me still wearing my mask, like, don't judge me and don't, you know, shame me for wearing yeah. my mask still. Like, this has been our normal for a while now. Yeah. And some people want to just very slowly ease out of it. And that is okay. I yes. am completely fine with that. I don't take offense to it. If someone's wearing a mask around me, I don't, whatever I did see. So you're vaccinated, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Fully, right? Fully. Okay. So me as well. Um, and I did see where they t- recommended that we take a photo of your vaccination card oh. on your phone. Um, of course, you know, there's all these people like, Oh, it doesn't matter. You could fake one of those cards and you could do this and do that. But I, I read a thing saying that they recommended you snap a photo of it, save it in your favorites on your photos in case there's ever a question you at least have that. They're not saying you yeah. have to, they don't want you to laminate your cards. 
um, in case there's things like boosters and stuff that have right. to do with that, you know. So I went ahead and snapped a photo of mine just to have it because I'm like, well, that can't hurt anything. Good idea. So, I'll have to yeah, do that you have it there and you don't have to worry about it getting crinkled up in your wallet or anything like that. So note to self, everybody go snap a photo. We'll of do it that today. <laughs> just in case, you never know. So I'm excited about the things we're talking about today because I feel like they're not on our normal level of things. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to get started. Um, I feel like these are all very fun, girly topics that. Oh, yay clearly are important right now. <laughs> First one being one of the, the hot topics, the uh, something that I think really we are well-versed to speak to because of our age and um, our, our backgrounds, but Benifer is back. Oh, this is an important topic. Good. Started off. It is. This is a big deal. I'm uh, perplexed and curious. Yeah. <laughs> Yet a little excited. A little excited. Right. But not sure why. <laughs> yes. So yeah. to to make sure everybody's clear on this, they're calling it the Hollywood love story, 19 years in the making. <laughs> this is Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, who have rekindled the OG uh, name combo thing, you know, where people put together a relationship name, um, you know, Benifer kind of started it all. It did. Right. So we're coming back full circle here. And these two have been spotted together. They are yeah. hanging out. There's of course sources, you know, who I never know who these sources are, but it's me. I, <laughs> Thanks, Jeanette. You're welcome. Uh, sources are saying that they are obviously, you know, kind of tiptoeing back in, but that they're both very comfortable and enjoying their time together and that this could be a thing. I don't know. Um, hmm. But yeah, I mean, basically this goes back to 2002. Has it been that long? It has been that long. Is that when Jenny from the block came out or is that... It's in, in Geely or whatever that horrible movie was named. Yeah. Yeah. Which was their downfall, I believe. Um, but yeah, I mean, back in 2002, they were making that movie. Mm -hmm. um, they started hanging out. We started seeing them outside of movie set stuff. Then they had um, uh, the music video, the, the, or the famous video that was leaked. Do you remember this where he was, they were on a boat. Her music video. Yes. He the, the love interest. Yes. yes. And then he untied her bathing suit and kissed her rear end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and so <laughs> like that was, that was obviously a, a very big deal. Right. Um, that's when he was looking very J Lo like makeover. The Centric. slick back hair. Yeah. He also took out that big ad um in a magazine talking about how amazing she was. And this is before they had announced that they were official, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but he 
put out this big ad and everybody thought it was a publicity stunt for the movie because the movie was not good. It was kind of a bomb, a box office bomb. And he puts out this ad talking about how amazing JLo is and pays for it in this magazine. And it's, you know, a little over the top and you're, you, you do that. You, you're clearly more than, you know, BFFs. Like it was a big deal. Right. And then they pop up as engaged. Right. Mm-hmm. So they get engaged uh, in late 2002. And then they, let's see, the movie came out, it says in 2003. All the bad press surrounds it, all of the nastiness about how not great they were together. <laughs> and then they, um, see, let me find the date here. September 13th, 2003, the day before they were supposed to be married. They release a statement saying that due to excessive media attention surrounding our wedding, we have decided to postpone the date. Um, We have found ourselves seriously contemplating hiring three separate decoy brides at three different locations. When we realized that something was awry, we began to feel the spirit of what should have been the happiest day of our lives could have been compromised. So we felt we should have been joyful and sacred day could be spoiled for us, our family, and our friends. So the wedding doesn't happen. The day before the wedding doesn't happen, they call it off or they postpone it. And then January 23 of 2004 comes and there's a huge headline on the Chicago Tribune that says dumped. And they have officially come out in March as saying that they are unengaged. They are not together anymore. And within a year, they are both married to the now, um, I guess, their their children's parents, right? So mm-hmm. uh, J-Lo married Mark Anthony and Ben Affleck married Jennifer Gardner within mm-hmm. a year of calling off their wedding. So a lot of drama behind that. And they've both been hot topic, obviously, of all of their romantic relationships over the years. And um, most recently, J-Lo getting rid of A-Rod. More and more details coming out about that that we've been seeing. But one thing has been made clear. It was J-Lo's decision. Um, A-Rod would still be with her and trying to make it work. He says if he had been allowed to. So she definitely made the call. Now, I don't know about you, but you know, Ben Affleck went through like kind of a rough looking era. He got kind of just got frumpy. He never seemed to look happy. He was always kind of, de- but, but maybe it's just me, but I mean, the fact that he is now back together with JLo, he's already increased his potential in my eyes. Like the way he looks, he's like already hotter. Like, I don't know if that's just, you know, he's keeping up with Jenny from the block or what, but I mean, that's just how I in my head see him is already hotter because I picture them 
in 2002. Yeah. I, I don't know if you, I was shocked when I heard about it because I thought he was dating an actress. I don't even know her from War Dogs. I don't know her name, but she's in like, these oh, yeah. commercials. she's really pretty. But yeah, the last I heard they were dating, they were a thing. They were very serious. All of a sudden he pops up with J-Lo. My second thought was, wow, that was quick for J-Lo. Yeah. I mean, we, it was been less than a month since we heard about A-Rod, but that also leads me to speculate that it's been over longer than we've known about. Um, and then I was also a little Her like... Her name is Ana de Armas. Yeah, she's beautiful. And that's yeah. the last person I heard that he was with. I didn't realize yeah. that they were no longer a thing. They wrapped up in January. Um, okay. They they said quarantine did them in, is what uh, okay. they were quoting. Okay. So it's been a few months for him. We don't know how long it's been for J-Lo and A-Rod. I obviously think the whole Madison LaCroix thing yes. has something to do with it. But I'm also like, it's very much a J-Lo pattern. So like you said, they she broke up with Ben Affleck before. She went to Mark Anthony and married him, a previous boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And now it's almost like she's doing the same thing, but they're both kind of like rebounding with each other going, we're too old to be like out here meeting new people. I honestly was like, she'll probably go back to Puffy. <laughs> but, right. But right. I was yeah. like, okay. So, you know, cause they have twins. They both have twins. They can kind of, you know, bond <laughs> over that. But, um, but Ben, Ben Affleck it is, I guess. So. Yeah. And you know, uh, Ben Affleck for all of his faults that we've seen over the years with the relationships or going kind of spiraling on anything. The one thing that has remained pretty solid, which I appreciate, is that he plays a very active role in his kid's life yes. with Jennifer Garner and that yes. they actually have a very good relationship. They seem to have a very healthy relationship. Yes. He compliments her. Like he made a Mother's Day post on something, you know, I read, like whether it was Twitter, Instagram, whatever. You know, he wishes her happy birthday whenever it comes out, like publicly, you know, yeah. and they take pictures together. They go on outings together for their children. And, you know, I do appreciate that. So, I mean, I think Ben Affleck's got that. Maybe, maybe that is attractive to JLo. It's I mean, A-Rod was extremely close with his kids, you know, and those families were very bonding. So maybe, maybe she's, that is definitely a attraction thing to her. Yeah. And a maturity thing, I think. They both matured. I mean, we know he's been through his thing with alcoholism and all that. So I don't know. It, I will say it was a little bit like, whoa, that was unexpected when I saw it. Yeah. And at first I kind of didn't, I was like, eh, are we all reading into this too much? Like but then the Montana trip happened. <laughs> right. Like I was like, like, maybe you just met up for coffee, you know, right. but no, no. Then they go to Montana and they're spotted and it's happening. Like it's, I mean, full signal alarms were going off, you know, it is happening. This is it. Yes. This is it, people. We've been preparing for this and now something's happening. So are you in support of this rekindle uh, relationship? Sure. You know, I'd really love to see, you know, before all the like, dumb stuff with Madison LaCroix or whatever and anything else with A-Rod. I was really hoping that they, those two, A-Rod and J-Lo would get married and settle down and actually 
just, I thought they were good for each other. I did too. They were both very business minded, you know, and have these brands and their, their families and stuff. And so I was really kind of hoping that that was going to happen. Clearly it didn't. And probably for the better now that we know some more inside stuff, but I still do want that for JLo. And I really now kind of really think Ben Affleck needs it too. You know, I mean, yeah. So of a certain age, you know, like find you somebody to sit down and be, get a little older with. So the whole, I, 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 I do like this relationship. I mean, I don't know if, if what it's going to lead to, but it's not one that I'm like, ew, why, you know, because I don't think there was anything that we really saw in their previous relationship that you were like, oh, don't go back down that road. Yeah. Yeah. I, and even just to hear them both talk about it, Ben Affleck talks about it like it was, it was too much at the time. Like he, she very much, I think at the time thrived on the attention and the media coverage because she was up and coming still at that she point. She was coming into her own right then. Right. We're just starting to realize that she was a force, you know, before think, yeah. she was a, a dancer or a, you know, of this or that. But, or, or, you know, she and was right on the puppy too. So exactly. And now she was actually, you know, becoming a, a real player in the right. game, if you will, of entertainment. Yes. And, you know, h- hearing him describe that and just saying it was too much. He was already an Oscar winner. He was writing things, he was producing things. I think, you know, that had a lot to play with him. Like he was, he just wasn't himself with her back then. Yeah. And that's because Jennifer Garner is obviously completely different from Jennifer Lopez and that he kind of eased into a comfort with that. That was more along the lines of things that he wanted. And I think that now that Jennifer Lopez is at that place, does she still like the attention? Sure. Does she need it? No. Right. Um, I think she is a little more, she gives us enough to where we're like, okay, you can have that private side where I think before we were getting any and everything. It was almost like JLo overload, almost almost yep. like the Kim Kardashian and before Kim Kardashian, like enough of JLo. She's got albums coming out. She's got movies. We're hearing about this boyfriend and this husband. And it's like, okay, just we're done hearing about you. But I think now it's, they're at that level. They've both been established. They really have done what they've wanted to do in the industry. And now it's just like, Okay, whatever else we do is a bonus, or we we are writing our own terms now. Like, well, that's we the managing, thing. Yeah, they we're, actually, writing, we're managing our own careers. They get to choose what they want to do and be selective about it. They can turn things down, you know. Yes. Whereas before, I that was not the case. At least yeah. for J Lo, at that point, she was she was doing everything. It almost felt like the relationship was more beneficial for her than it was for him, and I think yeah. that's how everybody saw it. Yeah, and. So, you know, we don't know where he was in his stages with alcoholism. That was in the middle of it, before, during, after, you know, we don't know. But I just, I also feel a little bit like A-Rod, I, I've seen his post, sad post, and almost begging her to come back. And a little bit of me is kind of like, I believe him, but I get it on JLo's part. I honestly don't know if I think anymore that something happened with Madison LaCroix. I think it was, he made a mistake. He considered it, but I don't think anything happened. 
Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that anything happened. But what I do believe is that it didn't help anything. It did not help. I think, I think it, I think it was an, an, uh, an added piece that was the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Like clearly there was something else. And I feel like whatever this was with Madison, again, I agree. I don't necessarily think anything happened, but I think this was a trigger that was like, oh, great. Here we go again. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Madison would tell if something happened. I think so too. And, she wouldn't have outed it by now. And and Arod does not have the best reputation when it no. has come to the past of right. ladies and stuff. So maybe there was something else that had happened that was behind the scenes that we don't know about and stuff. And when this this comes out and it's public, and it's not like yeah, exactly. It's the southern Jayla's charm. Like, come on now, like, dude, this is enough, you know. And then she's. She's done. She's done. So I don't blame her. You know, I mean, like, that's probably all it took was that last little final thing of like, uh, don't make me look dumb against the blonde girl from Charleston. Right. And I mean, it's the whole trust factor. Like, why are you even DMing her in the first place? Even if you meant it to be completely innocent, Mm -hmm. that's not okay. Like, and you go with someone who likes to kiss and tell. Right. right. So it's like judgment here, but yeah. Although thank you, Madison, for kissing and telling, because I want all the deets. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll listen. I'll I'm gonna listen to you, whatever you have to say. I'm gonna record you on TV every time. And but, watch. so yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Um But yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's been over between them for a long time. Like even before we heard the first announcement that they broke up, because this whole Ben Affleck thing seems really quick if their engagement really only ended a few weeks ago. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah. I, I think there's, it's been over for a while. There's yeah. I think she's been checked out Yeah, for a while, if you will. So I'm very curious to see where all this goes. I'm also curious to see how that initial conversation between JLo and Ben Affleck happened. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, is it a there text is on what you're doing. <laughs> right. Well, like, what's I mean, up? you know, think about it. Like, so, okay, this is by far not an equal comparison. But <laughs> so, my husband and I, okay, Wes, right? Wes and I met in seventh grade. Okay. Yeah. We did not date all through middle school and high school, right? We were friends. Um, we hung out or whatever, but we, we did not date, but we were friendly enough that, I mean, I had met his parents before, you know, like at school events and stuff, his parents knew who I was, our, uh, you know, we had, we went to concerts together with big groups of friends and stuff. So people, I knew a lot about him, right? Well, then we didn't date until at the end of college, right? We didn't even see each other during that time. So when we started dating officially, if you will, in like August, um, we got engaged in November. No, I'm sorry. December. We got engaged in December. He bought a ring in November. Okay. Wow. And everybody now, then we were engaged for a year before we Mm -hmm. got married. 
But everybody was like, gosh, that was a really, really quick engagement, right? And it was one of these, like, we've known each other for a really long time. And, you know, I saw him when he was awkward in sophomore year. And I've seen his yearbook pictures. I've seen baby pictures of him. I knew his parents. I used to drive his sister home from school. Like, we kind of already had that basis, right? Yeah. Whenever we first started dating, that there was some of those awkward first date things that we didn't really have to go through. And I mean, clearly I'm the JLo in this, right? Like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, I, I kind of picture that, you know, when you get back together with somebody or you get together with someone you have known for a long time. Yeah that comfort level just slides right back in, right? And you kind of can pick up where you left off on certain things. Obviously, there's a lot that's happened since then. It's been a long time, but it is, there is going to be that comfort and ease to where I wouldn't be surprised to see something happen very fast with them. And I think if it happens, it's going to be secret and private and we'll find out. I kind of like Ariana Grande where it's like, what? What? (laughs) Uh, I I think it will be yeah. a small private affair because they've both gone through the relationship of high publicity engagement. Oh, let me see your ring. Let me know yeah. all the details about yeah. your love life. And they've both been in other high profile relationships since they've been in, per- in relationship with each other. Yeah. So I think this time they'll both learn from everything and, not that because of their age, but I think considering where they are in life, just to like respect for their kids and everything else and their families, just kind of like, if we're going to do this, let's just do it. And it's really like on our terms. We don't have, we don't owe anybody a huge engagement announcement and years of speculation or months of speculation about when are they going to get married? Let's just get married and be done with it. You know, let's get it would be nice. Mark would and Jennifer to invite it. Let's get the whole family. Let's have a barbecue in the backyard. And I love let's it. Do it. I would be yeah. totally fine with that. I I'd would be, be, I'd be overjoyed with that. I, I I'm tired really of hearing good. about all her relationships. And will she, won't she? Because let's be honest, every time she gets engaged, there's that little bit of a thing in the back going, Yeah, but is she really gonna get married? Ain't gonna happen, right? It's not gonna happen, right? Yeah, let's not let's not make a big deal out of it, and let's not draw it out. Honestly, right? So. She's engaged, but eh. <laughs> what <laughs> does that mean? I'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll believe she'll, she's getting married when she actually gets married. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, best of luck to them. Yes, um, I'm all for it. I'll, I might even buy the T-shirt. Who knows? I might. I might. You know, like I said, they're they're both their stock has kind of risen in my mind a little bit. I kind of like them together. I will yeah. admit. So I'm, I'm they're an unexpected couple now. I think. Yeah, I think I think um, I really like the throwback of it, if you will. You know, it's. I mean, long jeans are coming back. Why not, Jalen? <laughs> you know, baggy jeans, side parts, get rid of them. All this. Let's stuff. Let's just go like, back all the way to the '90s, early 2000s. I'm all for it. I'm fine with that. Yes. So as long as they don't put another movie out together, I think we're good. Or album or videos with each other. Ooh. I mean, I don't, to, I don't need it. It's another song called Dear Ben. I'll just play the old one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, let's move on. So um, some really fun news has come out uh, with a 
we're getting some some trailers now, some previews for some great musicals coming our way via television, right? Um, In the Heights is coming out this summer. Then actually the prequel to Hamilton, you know, this was his Tony winner prior to doing Hamilton uh, in the Heights was on stage by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And then, um, that's now a movie starring some of the people from uh, Hamilton, the which is the great, uh, great opportunity to see that. Uh, West Side Story is coming out. That also will be, um, it's, a, you know, a musical, obviously, that's what it is. But, um, you know, funny fact, that is starring some people from the Hamilton musical as well. So they are bringing in um, to these television style musicals or movies. They are now bringing in obviously the real people that have played them on Broadway. Um, And that started with uh, Jersey boys as well. Back in the day, remember Jersey boys, uh, Clint Eastwood made a movie version of it. And that is a, they actually had the starring cast from the original Broadway release starred in the movie. So anyway, it's a trend, but I am personally very excited because the trailer for dear Evan Hansen has just been released. Yes. So So excited. I'm so excited about it. I don't know how familiar you are with dear Evan Hansen, but it's an amazing story um, right now with everything going on in the world and as much focus of mental health awareness and depression and things uh, going on and focus on that in the world. Dear Evan Hansen really speaks to that. Mm-hmm. Ben Platt will be starring in this movie musical, right? So the trailer comes out the other day. And people lose their minds because Dear Evan Hansen takes place in high school. Mm-hmm. And Ben Platt is clearly not in high school. Clearly. <laughs> so everybody's going nuts over it, talking about like, oh, look, the trailer looks great, but Ben's too old. Like, this is going to be the downfall, blah, blah, blah. How are we he supposed to watch it on Broadway? Movie? He did. He originated. Yeah, he's played that on Broadway. He um, had one of the best clapbacks I've ever heard in response to everyone freaking out on Twitter over Ben's age. Ben came on and basically said, go watch Grease. True. Okay. So, uh, yeah. They were clearly not in high school. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go watch watch any television show in the 90s. I don't know. Go watch I I am I was laughing out loud honestly at his clapback because uh, I don't care like that is not um I don't know I did you watch the trailer have you seen it yes okay it looks fantastic right yeah and yeah at first you're like oh yeah he's in high school and he's he looks a little older but by the end of the trailer I honestly didn't care like I thought he did a good job of 
looking younger. You know, he prepared for that. He had like lost weight, grew his hair out, kind of slouches over some and is very awkward and uncomfortable. Um, I'm ecstatic about seeing it. Yeah, I I honestly did not have that reaction when I saw the trailer. I was excited that he was playing the role because he originated it on Broadway. He's so good. Yes, he's so good at it. No one can sing the songs like he can. I mean, I'm sure somebody can do them justice, but there's just certain things when you watch movies, like you want to be taken back to the original production of it on stage. The reason the reason people fell in love with it. Right. And that's one of the reasons, like within the Heights, they brought back the leading character, the guy who's in Hamilton. He's got started with Lynn Miranda on In the Heights. I forget Anthony Ramos or I think yeah. his name. So I mean to so see cute. him. I so love him. Cute. My yes. daughter calls him Freckles because that's her favorite character in Hamilton. Yeah. So anytime like his party comes up, she she loves him. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I don't mind it. I think I'm, t- I'm such a theater geek and that I'm like, I can suspend that knowledge that, you know what? It's, it's storytelling. I don't care who tells the story, just tell it to, just tell it well. And, yeah. you know, I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, now, granted, if it has been a guy with like gray hair and obvious wrinkles playing a high schooler, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, we've gone a little bit too far with this, but <laughs> That is not ever my initial reaction unless it's like just because I can, I can appreciate the storytelling part of it that I don't need the characters to actually like look exactly the way they're described in the book. And, you know, like I never, the books that I have read before reaching the movie, sometimes I'll be like, you know what, they left this out and I wish we would have put it in. I don't think I've ever said, I can't believe they would make that character. They allowed that character to play that person. Right. Because obviously, Honestly, when that's going to be everyone's reaction, if you think about it, because you're not going to think and picture that person the same way that I am. Yeah. So like, who's the perfect person to play it then? Because everybody thinks of someone different in their head. If you remember back to, oh, many years ago, um, you and I did a show with the boys from Foot Candle Films. And we did a crossover show. That's our, uh, the mesh has a film review show with the two guys, Alan and Chris on there. And we basically challenged them to watch 50 shades of gray (laughs) and then come on and discuss it. And, you know, it was very interesting whenever you, um, talk to them and we discussed because I had read the books, you had read the books, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They had not read the books. So they're watching this as just purely a film, right? And you and I had images in our head of what Christian Grey should look like. Yes. They had no clue and don't associate him with anything. So it was a totally different experience for them. That's the beauty of reading books and of movies and of everything else is that really everybody has a totally different experience. Yes. And when you throw in something that has music in it, uh, musical, singing and anything like that you got to have the right parts for that and ben platt is the right part for this the right part yes he is evan hansen he is evan hansen and i can't wait i love the story i love the music um so dear evan hansen is i think coming out in maybe september i think they said and so i'm anxiously awaiting that 
uh, In the Heights will be out in this summer. I think it's pretty soon, like June or so. Yeah. It's on Disney Max, I think so. It is. Or yeah. HBO Max or something. HBO else. Max and theaters. I think it's going to do that joint thing, you know, as stuff okay. is happening. And then um, West Side Story. So I can't remember who it is that's making it, but it's a, a big deal. But they, um, are you familiar with West Side Story enough to know Anita? The yeah. yeah. Okay. So Anita is going to be played by the girl that plays the bullet in Hamilton. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, she apparently has done a lot of other stuff too, you know, on Broadway and whatnot, but, um, she is going to play Anita in there, which I think is pretty cool. But if you go and look up the trailer for that, it's pretty engaging as well. Like it still has that throwback look to it because it's, you know, gangs snapping at each other in an alleyway, but, it um it's definitely been modernized on the quality and the dancing and upgraded if you will but it looks amazing so i don't know that i've seen the trailer for that one so i'll have to watch that one yeah that one's gonna be good too so we've got some good stuff in the musical realm coming our way and i can't wait but this leads me to my next story um share is going to get her own movie. I don't know why we haven't really had a share movie already before, but um, yeah, her life and career are set to come alive in a new biopic and they're now deciding who's going to play her. Okay. So people magazine did a sort of a fun fan casting, if you will trying to decide who they thought should play Cher in the Cher movie, which makes it even harder because Cher's still alive. Right. You know, so shouldn't Cher choose. I kind of just want to be like, Cher, who do you want who to play? Who do you want to play? She'll play you. myself. I know. Well, you know, she probably could. Like the way yeah. she, She's yeah, a she great doesn't actress. age. She doesn't age. No, she doesn't. And she can, she, you know, just change her hair color and all that stuff and, whatever she probably could pull it off herself but now i will say when it comes to playing people in movies that's where i do take issue please let it look like the person or at least let me believe that they are the person 100 like, don't go complete 180 on when you're doing real people so yeah i'll, I'll say my previous statement about the storytelling there's a, a asterisk next to <laughs> stories about people yeah. i'm gonna need them to look like that person i'm gonna I'm need gonna to need believe that i'm actually watching them. that person's life Yes. So I'm going to go through the people that People Magazine did a fan casting with and who the, um, what the majority of votes got. Okay. Okay. And I want you to kind of just give me your gut reaction on these. Tell me if you think yay, nay. And considering we don't know much about this movie, clearly they're going to have to have somebody play like a a young share, you know, like a, uh, uh, before she was famous, share. So that's going to be a younger child, you know, probably somebody we don't know very much. But we're talking heart of of share in the in the the height of her fame. Okay. Okay. First up, Casey Musgraves. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative. 
a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Okay. I I, I mean, okay, she's got long black hair. Like, can she sound like Cher? Cher's got a very distinctive voice. She does. And at least Casey Musgraves can sing. She right? can. Beautiful she voice. She can sing. But can't she beautiful. sound like Cher? But she's country. Yeah. And she's she's got a different pitch, different tone. I'm not sure. But she could have that stage presence. Which could maybe be she'll lip sync. Maybe they'll use Cher's vocals and then she'll just lip sync to them. And, and they may have to with a unique voice like Cher. Yeah. You might have to. I don't know. All right, next up, Lady Gaga. Oh, that's interesting. Right? That's in- I mean, I'm, I, I make it I on could dig that, that one. one. I could dig that one. The height because, is a little... Yeah. She's a little shorter. She's, she's now um, proven her yeah. acting chops, right? And I think she can sound like her. She kind of does. Oh, I think she could totally pull it off. Um, it, it, you know, the the article said that out of everyone on this list, Lady Gaga truly has the range to do shared justice, which I agree with. Um, yeah, they've apparently collaborated on The Greatest Thing, and it was never released. Um, but they have sung together before and they think that Cher would approve because she really likes Lady Gaga. Okay. All right. I could get I'm into that. I'm with Lady Gaga. I could get that one. All right. Next up, they have Zendaya. No. <laughs> I mean, I can't challenge it. I love Zendaya. She's a great actress. Zendaya's biracial. Yeah. Like, I know what she looks like. Yeah, but that's Cher with the spray tan. It is. They did a picture of Zendaya next to Cher where they both, as young Cher, they both were wearing, like, this yellow, wrappy, barely there dress. And um, it says, it's hard to find a more exciting young actress than Zendaya. While she's only 24 years old, she often comes across the screen wise beyond her years. I agree with that. Ah, absolutely. She's a wonderful yes. actress. Um, says that they wondered if she was channeling Cher and visually auditioning to be Cher in this movie when she attended the Oscars wearing the lookalike dress and the long, straight, middle part, black hair, down long. Um, I don't know. I, I, I see it. I see why they're saying it because yeah. of this one look that Zenzaya's had. But I also, I, yeah, I also <laughs> just, I do feel like, um, I feel like because she's this younger actress, she's, she doesn't maybe carry her or is not going to have the ability to carry herself. Like, like Cher did. Cher's just from a different generation. Like it just seems 
like it would be too hard. I don't know. I mean, I know she's a great actress. Like I get that. I can she see can Zendaya because let's face it, we know it's going to happen at some point. I could see Zendaya doing more of a Beyonce biopic. Oh, 100%. Than a share because she's got the dance moves. She's got the voice. Right. The looks I just wise, like- I think she looks more similar to Beyonce than she does to share. I've never seen the share connection until the picture you showed me. Like if we're going to go off one picture, sure. Right. But when I see Zendaya, do I go, ooh, share? No, right. I don't. Agreed. Agreed. Um. <laughs> So next up on their list is Kim Kardashian. No. <laughs> nope. 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 Just, just put that one off the list. <laughs> First of yeah. all, she can't act. She's, I'm not going to listen to a movie where I have to hear this. Like, for two I hours. Don't, I don't want to see Kim doing acting in movies or anything. Like, I don't like, believe herself in anything. Oh, I just, I have such a hard time with her on a, her just being Kim level that I don't know that I could even stand it being Kim being somebody else, let alone Cher. Well, Um, you know, Kim has this obsession with Cher. Like she she is like a huge Cher fan and she's met her. She's dressed like her. But when it comes to portraying her in a life, in a biopic, um, I, I just don't, unless she gets like, great voice lessons, mood dance lessons, acting lessons. I just don't see that. <laughs> Unless she, she gets get everything. Unless she gets all the things. Unless she happening. becomes a totally different person. <laughs> then Unless she I'm becomes Kimberly Kardashian. Kardashian, <laughs> <laughs> right? Kardashian. Yes. Um, yeah, as I said, you know, like that's they she loves Cher. She says it's her style icon. Um, I'm not sure how Cher feels about that. Um Cher might put that on the chopping block. I can venture a guess. Yeah. If you get all these like, things, you're like, oh that's sweet. What's the next name? No, thank you. Pretty sure that one's not gonna be the case. Cher fans right, would have so, a bit. The share like the hardcore chair bands would be like no. What do they? Don't they call them something? I can't remember. You know, well, um, know how there's like fans have names like. Um, you know what? You're right because Kim Kardashian was talking about it in one of her episodes where she was meeting Share. I don't remember what it was though. I can't remember what they're called, but yes, I feel like there's a following, right? Yeah, I know. Um. Okay, so next on their list was Winona Ryder. And I know they're doing this because of the Mermaids movie. Do you remember that oh, movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was a I loved that movie. movie. I loved that movie, but I watched it recently. Like during the pandemic, I watched it. Did you really? I did. With Christina Ricci. Correct. And the guy yeah. who was in Jessica who, who framed Jessica Rabbit. Yes. Uh Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins? No. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. It okay, first of all, it holds up like it's everything I remember it to be. Cute, funny. I love the narration by Winona Ryder in her head. You know, you're hearing Mm -hmm. her say things in her head and stuff, but um but that movie's dark. And I forgot. 
I had forgotten. Yeah, when like, we're watching it as kids, it doesn't seem as dark as when you're watching today. Like, oh, I missed that. Yeah. yeah, it's dark. And, you know, when I was a kid, I remember watching and thinking, like, Christina Ricci's so cool because she's, like, always, you know, she's cutesy and silly and, you know, trying to hold her breath for the longest time and all this stuff. <laughs> and, like, Winona Ryder was funny because I could hear it inside her head. It was very Wonder Years-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. And Cher was awesome because who doesn't want a mom that's so cool like that? Right. But now I'm watching it as a mom and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was, she was a horrible mother. <laughs> like, it was really not. Not that movie. She wasn't great. No. I, I can talk. I, I forget how much, let me start talking about Cher. Like I forget how much like I love Cher. I have enjoyed Same. her movie. She's one of those singers who made it. I think when she did acting roles was just phenomenal. And that's why I'm kind of back on board with Lady Gaga. Cause I feel like she's down that same path. Like mask is one of my all time favorite movies. I love mask. I sob uncontrollably every yeah. time I watch it. Like when it gets to the scene where she enters her son's room, I, I, my, my body Eric, just starts shaking. And I'm like, yeah. Eric Stoltz secured a place in my heart forever. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Like that and some kind of wonderful. I don't know if you remember that one either, but yeah. like Eric Stoltz is just, he's phenomenal in that movie with her and those two together. Like I love mask. I too. I'm going to have to go watch that again. <laughs> just Bring to get it. my tissues ready. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's why they put Winona Ryder on this list yeah. is because at one point in the movie mermaids, she does try to imitate her mother by going and putting on her dress mm-hmm fixing her hair with that way that she was doing it in the movie and then tries to pretend to be her, you know? And yeah. Okay. Like Winona Ryder's a a phenomenal actress, but where is Winona Ryder? Like, have you ever seen her lately? Like it's been a while, right? Just in Stranger Things. (gasps) Oh, Stranger Things. Yeah. See, and I totally even forgot about that. Like, and she's, yeah, there's no way Renona Ryder is going to play Cher. Sorry, no. that one's not on my list. All right, so Soleil Moon Fry, aka Punky oh, okay. Brewster. Yeah, Punky Brewster. I could see that. So she's back in the spotlight these days because Punky Brewster has gotten that reboot on, mm-hmm. was it on Peacock or something now? Maybe. Or something. Something like that. Like that. I don't One know. One of those that I don't have yet. That's right. Um, And so, yeah, she's back out there. Um, I get it. I see it. I don't know if she can sing. Can she? I've never heard her sing. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, But I I get the the long, dark hair. Yeah. Of course. But the look, the build of her, you know, that longer face, like slim and stuff. I can see that. But I'm still on the Lady Gaga boat. Like, for sure. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Soleil Moon Fry, um, I watched her documentary that she mm-hmm. did. Did you watch that? I did. Yeah. Dude, like <laughs> that was, that was intense. There was a lot going on that we did not know about back in that day when we were watching those people growing up. These, so what was it called again? It was, um, the kids, it wasn't kids 15, was it? Or something along those lines? Let me see. 19 or something. Yeah, it was something like that. But anyway, it was Soleil Moon Fry. Apparently, 
carried a camera around with her everywhere just for fun, like a video camera, a a camcorder. And she was documenting all this stuff, which I think is incredibly cool. Now we love that she did that. I'm sure it was probably pretty annoying back in the day, but um, yeah. So now she's gone back in 30 years later or whatever, and is looking at this footage and pulls it out and then basically hands it over to somebody to create a documentary out of it because it's that much footage. And I mean, it's footage of every child star we all loved in the nineties, right? They make it appearance at some point. Yes. Brian Austin green, um, the other kids from, um, yeah. Oh, Stephen Dorf and, um, the kids from the movie kids. I don't know yeah. if you ever saw that. Movie. Balthazar Getty's in that, isn't it? Yes. And so it's it was just a slew of them. And 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 what was so like heartbreaking is that they were showing so many of these kids that are famous to us, you know, um Jonathan Brandis, who I thought was just so cute back in the day. Yep. And at the end, they have to do an entire screen full of headshots of these kids that died from yeah. either suicide or drug overdose. Yep. And it was heartbreaking. But the stuff that they went through and the, the, how they kind of were living this life of adults, basically, or being yeah. treated a lot like adults at that age. Oh, man, that thing was, it was intense to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Kid Ninety. Um, Kid Ninety, thank you. And she saved her voicemail, her her voicemail messages. Oh my gosh, um, like who does that? She should have saved everything. <laughs> and yeah, I'm sitting there back up there going, "I wish I would have done that. Mine wouldn't have been as interesting because it would have been nobody <laughs> that you guys know." But <laughs> it would have been nice to like get with my little friend group and be like, "Hey, remember this?" <laughs> but it was funny the whole voicemail thing. I I totally forgot about that. Yeah, she. Because back then they had an answering machine, right? Yes. And if if you recall, I mean, we had one at one point when I was younger. Like, it's it's a tape. Yeah, it's you a tape know, that you save. You saved it, and then you can replace everything by recording over top of it if you right. rewound the whole thing, right? She That's just most people did. She took it. And said, <laughs> <laughs> most people buy one tape their entire time of having an answering machine, and they just keep recording over it. Right. But she just bought more tapes and replaced it and um yeah to hear like she would have the voicemail from somebody that was like their last call before they died holy from charlie sheen and all that whole thing i was like what they (laughs) talked about charlie sheen took her virginity yes i was was like like, why are we talking about this i can't i can't see it (laughs) i can't understand what's happening but i mean and then to hear the voicemail from Charlie Sheen, like after it happened. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, I was like, oh, Charles. or whatever he called him. Charles. Charles. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> hey, so late. It's Charles. Like, <laughs> Oh man. It was something else. I highly encourage anyone listening that has not seen it. And if you had any connection to anything in the nineties, go watch this because you will be just mind blown. I think. Yeah. And they, the fact that they were, it would hang out at our house and go swimming and they would like, they were like, well, we were all kids in the industry. We were all the same age. 
like there were only a handful of us. So it was like, who else are we going to hang out with? Everybody else was older than us. But yeah. when yeah. they would start hanging out with everyone, like she dated one of the guys from the House of Pain and he allowed her to take their parties. He was like, just document it all. I, mean, like, I want to. I want to see someone. I want to see the unedited footage. Is what I want to see. I want to see the raw, unedited tapes. Yeah. So I just pulled up like who were some of the people that were in Kid Ninety, right? Just to give an idea. So Brian Austin Green, we talked about from you know he's from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Mark Paul Gossler from yeah, Saved that's by the right. Bell. He was in there. David Arquette. You know yes. you forget about yeah. him because he became a little bit more recognizable, I guess, as like an adult, but Stephen Dorff, who God, I always thought was so cute, but then unfortunately Stephen Dorff's brother um, was in there too, was one of the ones that overdosed. Um, Bethalazar Getty. um, Let's see. Who are these people? I don't even know some of these. Um, Mark McGrath, Emmanuel Lewis. Kevin Connolly, Sarah Gilbert, Robin Thicke. I mean, that's right. I forgot about all those people. I know. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, he was in there. <laughs> Leo? Yeah. Mark Wahlberg, Charlie Sheen. That's right. Mark Wahlberg was on the, one of the, the voicemail messages. Yes. Heather McComb, um, Jonathan Brandis, Jenny Lewis. Yes. Um, so the guy that she dated from Jane's addiction was, um, or no, she was best friends with the guy from Jane's addiction, right? That they like went on to porno for pyros or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, oh, Danny Boy O'Connor is who she dated um, from House of Pain. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Pierce and Harold Hunter, those were the kids from the movie Kids who both ended up dying. Uh, the skateboarders and stuff. Anyway, Very disturbing yeah, movie. it's on Hulu. You know my kid's story, right? Like, you know my kid's story. That was, God, but my mom's not listening to this. this. The movie Kids, you've seen it. Yeah, oh, yes, I've seen it. I saw okay. it back when it came out and I was like, oh. So yeah, not what I thought it was going to be. 1995 movie comes out has is basically about a kid with AIDS who spreads AIDS to everyone in his friend group because yes. they're all doing drugs and sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. And like having these horrible parties it's like it's a very disturbing movie, right? Yeah. I went on a date, a first date with a with a guy um who who okay i was at lunch at a country club with my parents okay and this guy who i had known almost my whole life and our families know each other walks over to our table says hello and asks me out in front of my parents okay most mortifying thing ever because that's just who does that right like who says i was wondering if you'd like to go out sometime and see a movie never has happened before never happened again i don't know (laughs) and of course my parents are kind of jaw on the floor right and so very nice boy very very nice boy 
So he comes, picks me up, calls me, arranges this, comes and picks me up, says we're going to go to a movie and dinner. I'm like, sounds great. We pull in to a trailer park neighborhood where he tells me that one of his friends has a place there and that we are able to use it for this date. And I'm like, um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> right. Turns out we get in this friend's trailer and he pops in the movie Kids. Stop it. And we watch kids and eat spaghetti out of a takeout container. That's your dinner in a movie? And that was our first date and it scared the hell out of me. And then we never went on any other dates. Oh. Kids. Who who watches kids on their first date? No. 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 It was it was traumatizing. Traumatizing. I'm so traumatized by that. I'm, that's an extra layer of trauma on top of the movie itself. So bad. It was so bad. I sat there like with my eyes just completely wide open the whole time. It was it was horrible. It was looking so for an bad. escape, making sure you have your, your mace in your I'm in a I'm in somebody's trailer that I don't know with this guy on a first date who I thought was the complete opposite of this. <laughs> uh, we're friends on Facebook now though. It's oh, all cool. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell them to listen to this episode. Post it for him on his page. I'll be like, you remember this? God. Hey, we were just talking about oh, Salaman Fry's Kids 90 movie and you came up. <laughs> scarred me. Scarred me forever. Oh, anyway. Okay. So, um, yeah, Cher's getting a movie. We kind of think it's going to be Lady Gaga or it it's should be Lady Gaga. Gaga. I'm down for that. Um, okay. So the last thing I have was just this article that I came across that I thought was pretty funny. And I'm curious how you feel about some of these. Um, I know you've probably seen it before, but like a trend will start sometimes with the hashtag, like Jimmy Fallon does it where he'll put a hashtag out there and do a, um, uh, trending topic and ask a question, have people like dad jokes or something. Right. And have people write in their dad jokes. Well, this was, um, hashtag things we believed as kids. Speaking of kids. Right. Um, and a lot of this is that things that your parents told you, like, and you found out mm-hmm. are a lie, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I got myself tickled watching or reading these because I found myself laughing at a lot of them. And then there were a couple that I was like, what? That's a lie. Like, cause I either still believed it. <laughs> well, I'm sure there will be some that I still believe on here too. Like it's a lie, but I'm not testing it out. Um, this one says when I, okay, so these are all tweets that I'm reading, right? Okay. So this one says when I was a little kid, I thought this little pig went to market meant that he went shopping. Me too. (laughs) Me three. (laughs) Wait a minute. So I still segment to my kids, like my two year old. And then I saw something like that and I was like, Oh, (laughs) whoops. (laughs) 
just like the whole I decided my daughter told me to stop reading and telling her things because we they were doing ring around the rosy my kids were and I was like do you want to know where the pocket full of posy came from and I told her and she was like mom that's very dark what where's the pocket full of posy what's that so so apparently this is what I heard somewhere when you're singing about ring around the rosy you're talking about I want to say oh gosh what it was it's a disease. And I want to say it's like, it's not the black plague or anything, but it's one of those diseases that um, it may be the black plague, but the song originated because when people would get this, essentially your body's decaying or rotting from the inside out. And that's where rings of roses, you know, rings around the rosies is like the scars on your body, the pocket full of posies. People would put, posies or other flowers in their pockets to decrease the smell of rot coming from your body ashes ashes we all fall down is the dying of this disease oh my gosh you're welcome (laughs) for all of you still singing this with you enjoy with your kids now Uh, my daughter my 13 year old was like stop it mom we don't need to (laughs) let us enjoy our childhood I'm just going to dance in a circle. Stop it. <laughs> All right. Fine. I just wanted to play with my little brother, but cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. This one says, uh, kid movies made me believe that the greatest threats on earth were dog catchers and quicksand. <laughs> okay. Quicksand. Honestly, scared of it. I thought was going to be a much bigger problem in my life than it really yes. is. I was afraid <laughs> to walk in any mud puddle ever because I was certain it was quicksand. And I'm trying to figure out how I'm supposed to get out of it. Like, I'd be looking around for branches to pull. <laughs> Quicksand seems like the worst thing ever. And, uh, yeah, I honestly thought I'm I was going to I'm going to be honest. I'm yeah. still terrified of quicksand. <laughs> that one's not going away. Okay. This one said, I grew up. Okay. This is what. Wait. This one says, I grew up thinking it was wheelbarrow. What? Wait, is it not? Is it not wheelbarrow? Like, what is the actual word? You know, it's you know what wheelbarrow, isn't it? Like the uh oh, moose. Our producer it? moose just pops in. Moose, what? Why are you laughing? Is it not wheelbarrow? It's not. No. What is it? What is it? It's he's talking wheelbarrow. What's a barrow? No, I'm from southeastern Ohio. It's wheelbarrow. Pretty sure it's a wheelbarrow. Uh, Those are lies. Whoever calls it a barrow. What's a barrow? Nobody knows what a barrow is. It's a a wheelbarrow. It's a barrel. It's like a big old tub. It's a barrel. You put stuff in. That's what they call it in southeastern Ohio. By way of West Virginia. (laughs) It's a barrel. So, So maybe... Maybe that one's not as funny as I thought um, it was. Because <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still not on that board. I'm not on. Nope. I'm not believing in it. All right. This one says, my mom made me think it was illegal to turn the light on in the car when you were driving. <laughs> I still tell my kids it is. Same here. I still tell my kids that. And I truly believed it for a long time. I can oh, clearly yeah. remember my dad telling me the police would get us if yes. the light was on in the back seat. Yes. Believed it and still do it. Yep. Just making sure that I was not 
alone there. Uh, let's see. <laughs> this one, I, I was not on board with this, but this is just funny to say. It said, when I was younger, instead of saying I'm hungry, I would say I needed to be neutered because I thought that meant nutrients. I've never done that. <laughs> neutered, neutered nutrients, whatever. Okay. I get it. Moose Moose is sending me a text while we're recording that says from Google screenshot of wheelbarrows. Well, says, you know, what? wheelbarrows. They can keep their wheelbarrows, whatever. And, and my kids and I will continue to still play the wheelbarrow game. <laughs> Three legged race and wheelbarrows. Um, okay, this guy says that thanks to Mrs. Pac-Man, I grew up thinking pretzels were fruit. Where you oh, get that's the right, because you got to go get stuff. pretzels at some point. Yeah. Well, that's just, that's just not, okay. This, this kid, or this guy says, I used to believe that a vacuum was like an indoor lawnmower, meaning I had convinced myself that the carpet grew like grass and we kept it trimmed by vacuuming it. <laughs> what? Um, Somebody says, so it's not true that my mom told me brown cows produce chocolate milk. This is true. I did uh, know that. Um, let's see here. I grew up thinking that Gestapo and Gazpacho were the same thing. So I'm pretty much terrified of any cold soup these days. <laughs> Well, this one says my grandpa used to tell me that he was a spy for the president. So I went and told my entire class for show and tell. <laughs> oh um, um, let's see. Um, thanks to the 1996 episode of Friends, I believe that Chris Isaac's Wicked Games was the most sexiest song out there. <laughs> which. <laughs> Have you seen that though? I mean, <laughs> I still get a little, little goosebumpy whenever I hear it. Yeah. Have you seen the Friends trailer for their reunion special? No, I haven't. Okay. It's, but I, my daughter has told me all about it. So I'm sure we'll be watching it. It should be out, I think, like next week. Um, yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah. Like the end of May or something, right? And so that one will be interesting. Um, I don't know if. I don't know what format it's going to be like if they're going to have like interviews and everything. They're not, it's not going to be like, where are they now? And they start back up like a real comedy show. It's more of a compilation type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, let's say that my sister told me that boys start getting periods in first grade and that I would only get mine at the worst time. So I was terrified to give book reports. <laughs> yeah. That's just a mean sister. I mean, kind of, kind of get it. I understand. Great <laughs> time. Um, okay. This says reading in the dark. Okay, this is a lie that was told is that reading in the dark will ruin your eyes. Mm -hmm. when, I was told that one. Yep, same here. Um, but the truth is that eye doctors at Harvard had said that reading in a dim light won't cause any ongoing medical conditions. Um, oh, this one's a big deal. My dad 
always hated um, if we cracked our knuckles, popped mm-hmm. our knuckles, right? And he told me that we, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> told me we'd have our arthritis. Believe it. I still believe it. I and don't know that it's not true. So I tell my kids the same thing. It is not true. It is false. Well, my husband it believes actually, the same thing. <laughs> it actually creates space between the bones and the expansion causes negative pressure to fill with fluid that keeps your bones from rubbing together. Sounds like arthritis. Just throwing that out there. Um, did you ever hear that if you swallow gum, it takes seven years to digest? Yes. I still false. don't know that it's not true. It's false. Uh-huh. Gum is mostly indigestible. Some brands use the same rubber as inner tubes and it will pass through the digestive system easily. That's no fun. Uh, what about crossing your eyes? They'll get stuck so that way. That way. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's definitely not going to happen. Um, although it could cause nerve damage, your eyes will not get stuck that way. Okay, here's a big one. I was always told that you can't swim too soon after eating or you'll drown. You get cramps. You get cramps. Yes, that will cause you to drown. <laughs> that will cause you to drown. Yeah. Yes, and um, so basically, our parents were lying to us on that one um, because well, our American- city pool had that rule too. Is lying like, to you. <laughs> they would, if you went to the snack bar, you had to stay in the snack bar for thirty minutes and not be able to get in the pool. Liars. So really, they're saying that um, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics and the Red Cross, your parents were lying to you. Just finish swallowing before you jump in the pool to accidentally avoid choking and you're safe. Uh, It's just about choking hazards. (laughs) It says the hour wait is probably just made up to give parents a brief reprieve from lifeguard duty. Oh, I was told 30 minutes. I was never told an hour. Ooh, doing it risky up there in Ohio. I was, we were risky. Yes. Have you ever heard if you touch a toad? You'll get warts. <laughs> <laughs> Again, false. Big lies. Big lies. Really, your parents just didn't want you getting dirty. Um, you got to keep your eyes open while you're sneezing or... Don't open your eyes when you're sneezing or your eyes will pop out. Your eyes will pop out. (laughs) (laughs) That also is false, Jeanette. Just letting you know. Oh, this is funny. Somebody said that their favorite lie was that the family pet is living happily on a farm upstate. I have several that are still there. (laughs) They went to nice ranches in Ohio somewhere. (laughs) Our farm. They're all living happily together. You mean they're not? No? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Got it. Um, Let's see. Oh, drinking coffee as a kid. Will stunt your growth. False. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know we were all lied to with the same ones. (laughs) Basically, they're saying that they just don't want kids to have caffeine. Well, I've told my daughter that lie. Like, you can't have coffee this soon (laughs) or caffeine because you stunt your growth. I've done the same thing. Done the same thing. Um, <laughs> if you pee in the pool, the water will turn red. 
Oh, no, False. we never believe that. I think we just paid our pool tuition and that was a lie. <laughs> All it takes is one time of it one not time. happening. Someone know. tried it, it didn't. So we're like, that's a lie. <laughs> Pee all you want. It's got chlor- but the chlorine will kill the pee. <laughs> so we still believe. It's fine because there's chlorine in the water. <laughs> yep. This guy said that he, um, <laughs> he said, well played dad. He had me convinced that the ice cream truck only plays music when they're out of ice cream. Oh, uh, that was a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and yeah. So the biggest lie I think we've told as well is that storks deliver babies. Yeah. You and I both figured that out the hard that way. Not true. That was, yeah. We know that's a lie. You know that no matter what, that's a lie. Yeah, my parents used to also tell me that if I lied, my tongue would turn black and eventually fall off. So, like every time I tell a lie, (laughs) I wouldn't tell them, but I'd go in the bathroom and be like, (laughs) (laughs) "Looking at your tongue, tongue, my tongue, like is it turning black?" And you convince yourself that it has a little tinge of darkness to it, like, like, my God. You're like, what, that was the early WebMD days, right? Yeah. You're self-diagnosing that you're a liar. Right. Like, I, I know I just lied. It's a little lie, but still. I was told that when you have the little white spots on your fingernails, mm-hmm. they're like, they're technically little calcium deposits that are just yeah. in there that, you know, um, that that was, you got a white dot for every lie. Oh. Yeah. Apparently that came mm-hmm. from, I think, my grandfather. So I don't know. Just yeah. keep your nails polished. <laughs> Red paint all the time. <laughs> all over my nails. Man, no. the lies we were told, they were fun lies, though. They kept us safe because my daughter is convinced we lived in the most dangerous era ever. She was like, you walked to stores by yourself. <laughs> you, like, were spending the night at friends' houses. Your parents had no idea where you were. I was like, yeah, and what's your point? <laughs> She's like, yeah. you won't let me do any of those things. I'm like, because I lived it. Exactly. There's an exact reason why I won't let you do any of this stuff. Right. No, she's like, but a, you were fine. I'm like, mm, yeah, mm, different time, different day. Absolutely, absolutely. Times have changed. Thank goodness our children are not involved in the kid ninety um, oh era, if you will, um, or obviously the movie Kids. Um, we don't have to worry about that lifestyle. Um, I think we're doing pretty good, Jeanette. I'm going to keep telling my kids about the light in the back. Oh, absolutely, because it bothers my eyes. I can't see when they turn it on. Agreed. And they don't Agreed. care. Your mom can see when she drives. It's distracting. Yes. Right. So good. Well, that's all I got. I thought that was just a little fun throwback episode. Like we just did all kinds of throwbacks. Share, Benifer, Yes. And these reboots of movies that we're getting now. and. Yeah, you know, lies that we tell our kids. Oh, please. I, they should send us lies. Others should send us lies that they were told as kids that we haven't covered. And I'd be interested to know if our Canadian friends' parents lied about different things or the same things. <gasps> yeah, you know, I, yeah, are Canadian lies bigger than American <laughs> lies? Yes. I, I'm, I am curious different? as well. So absolutely, if, if you are listening and you have a lie that you were told, or maybe you're not sure if it's a lie or not, like wheelbarrows. And arthritis, I'm still not convinced that it's not caused by cracking your yeah. You know, if, if you have different lies that you were told, you should send them to us at info at themesh.tv 
or you can message us on Facebook or Instagram under Chick Chatter. Um, I would love to hear these because these things are hilarious. And I'm curious if I'm doing the right thing by my kids or not. You know, do I need to keep them out of the pool longer? <laughs> do I need to like make them turn the light on to read all of that stuff? It's, it's, it's all coming full circle. Look at us now being real adults. The lies oh. over told. The lies. It's all lies. I've got some phone I'm, calls to make. Our childhood's a sham. We're getting off. <laughs> getting off of the phone mom right now. Calling my mom right now. Well, thanks, Jeanette. It was always good to catch up with you and talk about some girly stuff. Yes. Hope you have a good uh, weekend coming up and you too. and and start of summer here. Very exciting. Yeah, I'm ready. All for right, it. So we'll we'll set up a time soon to talk again and see what's happening in the girly world at that time. Hey, Moose, thanks for producing, buddy, and and sitting there and laughing at us. Otherwise, I hope everybody listening has a chance to go and check out some of the other shows on the Mesh TV a podcast network that's got a little something for everybody. But please just join us next time. Just a bunch of girls sitting around talking about the lies we were told by our mamas. It's all good. We can't wait to do it again next month. Talk to you guys soon. Till then, Jeanette, catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.